Night listeners, welcome back to Iowa Basement Tapes. This is the first, first in-studio uh, recording session since pre-COVID. Warm welcome to the return of station manager Gary. Hi there. And you know who that sound? The return that of sound. real people. No, it is not the, the Des Moines Barbershop Quartet. I have druids <laughs> in here. Luke... Drew and Keith, uh, they have a album release show coming up on the 29th, uh, a new record, an amazing new record that we're going to talk about. Uh, but before we even get into any of that, I want to talk about the origins of Druids. You guys have all been in bands for many, 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 many years, um, dating back to the early, uh, Iowa hardcore days. And, uh, mm-hmm. um, are all of you from Pella originally? Two thirds. Yeah. yeah, just Luke and I. Okay, Keith, are you, are you originally from Des Moines? No, I'm. Uh, no, I'm originally from the Roland Story area, uh, so like north of Ames. Um, I met Luke in 2004, uh, doing a tour for a band that shall not be named. And <laughs> he also uh, met me in 2004 too. I did. Uh, we don't have to get into that though. It's fine. <laughs> it was. It was less than. Uh, a lovely experience for me personally. Drew loved it. Now I Drew, Drew loved Now it. I remember. <laughs> um, I met. I did meet Drew at the same time. Uh, yeah, but he was a little kid beating me at Halo and thought it was hilarious and it <laughs> made me upset. So that was my first impression of Drew. <laughs> well, um, yeah. what, what was life like for you guys? And those like, like, I always love to talk about origin stories. Bands that you're in, the band that you won't name. Yeah, we don't really. You won't. You won't name him. We can in keto. I don't remember exactly. It's fine. (laughs) It's totally fine. The mystery is almost better. I know. Well, we can edit it out. (laughs) Where was where was the show at? Oh, what's that, sir? When you when you you said you were on tour. Oh yeah, we he was uh, playing bass for us for like a tour for like a week or so. Kind of just headed to the south, I guess southeast, Mm -hmm. um, and then back. And so that was kind of it. Uh, It was just like a little thing, but we kind of kept in touch for all those, all those years. And then, uh, I moved to Pella in 08 and then we just decided to start jamming and started playing some shows kind of right out the gate. Yeah. I think we were kind of, uh, I think I just ran into you randomly in Pella. Yeah. And, uh, we were just kind of talking about music and what we've been up to. And we were talking about bands like high on fire and torch and stuff like that. Yeah. And, uh, I don't remember how we got on to me just playing bass. I don't understand. No, I was, remember any of that. I don't either. I don't but either. Uh, eventually, I, I went to guitar and it made a little bit more sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. It was a it was a wild first few years of just literally jamming and not caring about the business of being in a band in the slightest bit at all. It was yeah. just yeah, just having fun. Just yeah, like jamming and yeah, just like <laughs> we drink money basically, like getting yeah, money exactly. to get, have enough money for gas, and then like I don't know, like a Mike's hard from the gas station or something. You know, it was just like silly yeah, kind yeah. of stuff. Um, <clears throat> we played a lot of shows. We hit it hard like in the first year or so, just as a two piece, and then Drew came along in 2011, late 2010, probably late 2010. I think maybe. it was 10. It was, I think that's right. Yeah, I thought it was nine or ten. I can't remember. I think yep. it, I feel like it was ten because. Yeah, that was after the first record came out. So, and then Drew came uh, came aboard, and yeah, we've been just kind of hitting it hard pretty much ever since about 2015, 2014, somewhere in that ballpark. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, it's been been good. What was uh, pre Druid's life like for you, Drew? 
Uh, pretty similar because I was still in other bands. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I was always touring in other bands and stuff. And uh, I was touring with Luke in another band. And the bass player of that band was like, hey, I'll play bass for you guys if, you, if you're if you looking for a bass player. And then he walked away and I went up to Luke and I said, no, I'm playing bass <laughs> for you guys if you need a bass player. And he was like, okay. Yeah, was it wasn't even a, it wasn't even like a thought. I was right. I, I wouldn't I hadn't even really thought about it. I yeah. He just it just made sense. He asked, and I was just like, yeah, that yeah, let's do that. yeah, let's do that because I think I was playing guitar. Obviously, I was playing guitar at that point. Yeah, yep. And uh, we were doing songs with like solos and stuff, and it yeah. was just like you know there was no backbone to it. It's yeah. just like it, this kind of stuff that we were wanting to play. We needed. A bassist so uh yeah it's been great yeah. ever since instantly worked so it's, now those, yeah, awesome. the, what was the scene like early on for you guys i mean i mean I, we go through these i feel like these these eras they things change I mean, you know muse is gone i think that was the end of the era um I, I often reference the Iowa hardcore days when they had the Iowa hardcore website mm-hmm. and they were really pushing shows. Um, and, I mean, Iowa City's always been hot, um, but that that uh, mid 2000s, early 2000s scene, like what what was it that really motivated you guys to get into playing music? Oh, just in general, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I came up during the Iowa hardcore days for sure. Uh, I started a, like a band that ended up kind of being like a pop punk band, uh, like in 2000, late 99. So I was like. 15, 16. And then um, you'd see bands like Shiloh Church or like Grubby Ernie. You know, those are like my favorites, you know, of the time. And so I just kind of, I did the thing where you, you know, put your phone number like on a bunch of flaps and people tear them off. And uh, yeah, it's like internet was still in its infancy. So it was just like message boards and like literally stapling flyers up everywhere. And Geo so city websites and yeah. Yeah. yeah I yeah. had one of those. Yeah, for sure. And yeah. So I just kind of like gathered some people and I, that's really how I started meeting I don't know all my friends that I'm like largely friends with still today, which is kind of crazy, but, um, yeah, yeah, it's just kind of how it came to be for me. But I was just like, so motivated by, uh, just all, all the people like kind of like me, but a little older doing, doing stuff. And I wanted in on it. So, uh, yeah, yeah, that was, I, that was definitely the motivation. I, yeah. I think, um, in, in what we were doing early on is just seeing other bands and like supporting those bands, going to their shows, mm-hmm. seeing how they were doing it. And uh, the, just the DIY sort of culture in general was just—I I, get—I mean, it really spoke to me, mm-hmm. um, uh, and it just all made sense. And everybody was, you know, mostly very cool and yeah. supportive. So yeah, it was. Yeah. And you know, I've always thought Druid sound stuck out compared to a lot of what was going on because I felt like they're like the only thing that even came similar in my mind which, and it's still way off was like the tanks in Iowa oh, yeah. City yeah. you know totally. and I think it was the groove you guys mm-hmm. have this great groove to your music it's not straight blasting of any type you know there's it's it's it's, it's very composed um you know you went from that just bass and drums style to then you made it rip when drew came in mm-hmm. and yeah, you know uh, choice of words yeah yeah exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that's gonna be the theme the entire time when drew came in yeah, yeah. better it's, <laughs> you know saves the day yeah. uh you know there has to have been a uh there has to have been like a moment where you know i mean just following your guys's careers in this band where things um became a little more serious what was that moment for you guys um, 
2015, we were, I mean, we were writing music and I think we just kind of, we kind of just thought that the stuff that we were writing for uh, what turned out to be Cycles of Mobium, um, we, the sound, it just seemed like we could write a whole record for that. And then came like, well, if we're writing like a whole full length, uh, should be on vinyl. Who's going to do that? And then all those things just kind of like fell into place. And, uh, we just made a decision just to start touring and take it a little bit more seriously. I think we really believed in those, uh, in, in, in those songs and thought that we could like, you know, gain some traction basically. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, all of our, all of our other, I mean, we were in like some side project bands too. And this what early on was a kind of a side project band. So all those other bands were kind of falling apart and it all kind of happened at the same time. And we were just like, well, let's just start pushing this band really. Yeah. Well, I think it's time to do our first Iowa playlist for you guys. So what do you got for me? And why? That's the big oh, thing. Yeah. Um, you want me to go? Yeah. Um, I am picking the Poly Mall Cops. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Off the, I think it's called Room. And I think it's called, is it Cut It Out? I can't remember the name of the song. <laughs> yeah, Cross You Out. Cross, Cross You Out. I'm bad with song titles. Uh, it's a, like a two-minute ripper. Uh, I love that band. Uh, we played with them quite a few times over the years and Greg's a cool dude like everybody in that band rules and uh, I don't know they easily put on one of my favorite live shows and I like Greg Wheeler in general oh, uh, tends to like just what like dominate the stage um, was a big Wheeler's fan and so like yeah, I don't know that, that band continues to do cool stuff and they just signed a high dive in Kansas City so good for them yeah so good for them really excited to hear their new stuff but um that band continues to impress me for whatever you know they just they've got something there it's really cool and they put on a killer set at 8035 yeah. it was insane I've, I've heard about it like I wasn't there but I've heard multiple people talk about how yeah great it was. they they have stepped it up yeah. big time yeah yeah I have a two CDs from this band that Greg was in out of Cedar Rapids, the Anchoress. And it was his Screamo band. Whoa. Wow. Yes. Now, I had already told him that I had destroyed the CD. I still have it. (laughs) (laughs) And we're about to hear it now. (laughs) (laughs) Nope. Nope. I will not do that. (laughs) I will not. I will save that because he will listen to this. Uh, I will I will save that for a, another time. But anyways, we love Greg. He rules. I love his podcast, too, that he does with uh, mm, Nate yeah, Fetus and yeah. Hogan. Uh, um, uh, the, what was it called? The Fright Zone. Zone. Yeah. There's a plug for him. I was listening today. So anyways, uh, Greg Wheeler and the Polygamy Wall, Wall Cops right here on Iowa Basement Tapes.
It was foretold by witches. It was conceived through sorcery. And it was to be destroyed by all that is evil. But the courage of one mortal saved it. And so, into an age of darkness, in a time of mysticism, sacrifice, and plunder, there came the only light, the Beastmaster. Born with the strength of a black tiger, the courage of an eagle, the power that made him more than any hero. More than any lover. He was lord and master over all beasts. He was the beast master. Behold the wonder. The horror. The fantasy. The challenge of the one warrior they called. The beast master. Mark Singer is Dar. Tanya Roberts is Carrie. Rip Torn is Mayak. John Amos is Seth. Together, they take us on a fascinating journey back into unexplored times. Conquer your fears. Face the unknown. And discover the incredible link between man, animal, and all that is phantasmagorical. In the world of dungeons, dragons, and Dar. The Beastmaster. The epic adventure of a new kind of hero. Get to my fire!
Night listeners, welcome back to Iowa Basement Tapes. I'm your host, Christian Day, in the studio with station manager Gary. Hi there. And the legendary Druids. And you guys just heard Traffic Death Consumed by Fire off of uh, Dead End. Amazing band. That was part of Druid's Iowa playlist. Um, I want to hear your thoughts on Traffic Death. I I mean, they're one of my favorite bands out of the state. And I, you know, I I hate using, I don't want to use the phrase local. I'll say regional. Um, One of my favorite regional bands. Definitely. Yep. Yeah, I mean, if if I were if they were to come through Iowa and they weren't from here, I would be completely blown away. Totally. I mean, they're absolutely they're a force of nature, yeah. and they're they're airtight with their playing. They take it super serious. You mm-hmm. know, the, they take the playing and everything like very seriously, and uh, they write great songs. I mean, they're legends, absolute legends, the best. and they've been doing it for years. So yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Now I want to hear about your time with tra- with Traffic Death because um, you, uh, Luke, you were part of the split with Captain Three Legs. Um, their their guitarist decided to leave, um, and they just asked me to jump in because they had a record that needed to be. It was all done. They, it was all written. It just wasn't recorded. So uh, they wanted me to just jump in and basically fill in this little, you know. I mean, do do the record and play as many shows as I as I can, and um, yeah, I mean that was it was a great experience because I mean I know those I've known those guys for a long time and they're some of the funniest people I've ever met in my life, <laughs> uh, by far. Yeah. So uh, it was a great experience, and I mean I hadn't played fast like that on guitar for so long, and uh, you know it was a struggle for sure. And Andrew was a was a good uh good teacher in that and uh yeah it was it was great i loved every second of it it was super fun one of my favorite performances both for you guys and them was the dual show at xbk yeah um yeah. was that last year that yeah. yeah last october last o- jesus christ yeah um yeah. i mean that i remember i was talking to nate about it and he's like that's the way god intended two bands <laughs> <laughs> and, and it was it was a great show both you guys all like both bands just ripped that entire night that, that was easily one of our favorite shows absolutely oh, it was yeah. Yeah. so good those yeah. fans got to play for a long time and it was just smooth and there were a lot of people there yeah it was just fun it was so it was so fun so what is what is the tour life like for you guys uh i don't know it's exhausting it's long um the drives are tough food is tough uh sleep is tough <laughs> Most but, of it is boring. Too. But playing is <laughs> playing awesome. Rules, yeah. yeah. And that's what it's always about. You know, it's that it's that half hour to an hour that you get to just blast up there with your buddies no matter where in the world you are. But it's definitely hard and we've been doing it for a long, long time. Yeah. All of us. Like and we were touring before uh Druids and we've been touring a bunch since. So I mean we for about four years we were doing, you know, 80 dates a year. So it was, it was a lot, for sure. With full-time jobs. Right, everything. right. Yeah, right. We, yeah. You know, we like, have families, we've got kids, we work full-time, you know, we work 40 to 50 hours a week. And you guys work at the same job. Luke and I work a couple computers away from each other, so, you know. So when you guys go on tour, they're down two guys. Correct, mm-hmm. yeah. Which we're, I mean, we're extremely fortunate with all of us with the jobs yes. that we have yep. that we can leave for periods of time and go do this. It's, it's definitely awesome. 
I would love to hear both the worst experience touring oh, man. and the best. I'm so, I'm so ready for this. With just droids? Okay, well, it doesn't have to be droid. I would prefer well, it to be droid, but it doesn't have to be are, if, if are it's that good. Are you talking about the, the raccoon? Oh, yeah. we can definitely talk about that. <laughs> All right, we got a couple here. Okay. So we'll start with the raccoon. Do you want to tell the I can, story, I can, Well, I can, I can do my best. You'll have to maybe help me here. But sure. this was in 2019. We were doing our first tour on Monument. Uh, right? Yeah, it was first tour on Monument. Drew just had uh, his son, so he couldn't come with. So we had our friend Phil from the Gorge from St. Louis come and play with us. So this was like day three. I don't know. Very like, thankful I actually was not there. <laughs> <laughs> this was like day three, maybe. I, I don't know. It was pretty early on in the tour. Uh, and so we played in Pittsburgh. Yes, yeah, Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. And so show was great. It was super fun, but we didn't have a place to stay. Guy in the last band offers up his house. It's a little out in the country. We're like, yeah, whatever. Sounds good. We didn't leave till about probably 2 a.m. Get to his house. A lot of people don't have AC. That's cool. That's fine. I understand. We we have a fan. So we're all like laying there trying to just like get some, you know, just get settled in. And uh, he's like, oh, by the way, uh, if you hear like a pet door flapping in the middle of the night, uh, don't worry about it. It's just a raccoon that comes in and kind of eats stuff from my kitchen from time to time. He's cool. He doesn't have rabies, though. And then, you know, and then he went, well, good night. And then we were just like, what? And we're talking. We're talking. This is a wild raccoon. Wild this is raccoon. not his pet raccoon. No, it's not a pet. This yeah. is a pet. This is a. This is a <laughs> raccoon in the wild. Yeah, but he doesn't have rabies apparently. So we were just like. He was very confident. He, he, he was, was like <laughs> like he had like he had like contained this wild <laughs> animal. No, he just asked. And just ta- yeah, exactly. Just and like gave yeah. it some sort of no, man. This is a. Yeah. So we were all laying there sweating, uh, at eye level with the raccoon at any potential moment and so we we're all just like restless and it was about maybe 5 30 none of us had slept and so we were just like you want to go yep so we just like packed up and then it was our first uh string of dates with modern life is war uh kicking off in brooklyn so it was our first time in like new york and we were just like this is a big deal for us but we we're all haggard and just like miserable uh the show went great fortunately but like leading up to it was a pretty miserable experience there's also a little more to that story oh, too oh yeah oh yeah so we we get up at like you know whatever not i get you can't even call it getting up because we weren't asleep <laughs> so we decide to leave the house at like 6 a.m yeah. at the just dawn <laughs> and, and we're driving uh we're driving through pennsylvania oh, yeah. and we noticed that there is like, you know, a guy on the side of the road standing like behind a Subaru frantically talking on the phone. <laughs> and then we get up, we get up around the Subaru and there is a bear <laughs> that he had evidently hit or something. Oh my God. So I had never, I've never even seen a bear period, <laughs> no. let alone in the wild. So oh this, my God! I mean, yeah. it was the wildlife in this twenty-four hours that we had experienced, just unlike anything I had it ever. Was, oh man, been around. It was punishing, and we didn't have AC in the van at the time. Oh no! And we had to like bring all our gear up like three flights of stairs with no AC in the venue because they hadn't turned it on yet. So we were like, I was literally in my underwear. Like once we got in there, it was just like 
hanging out in my brief, like boxer brief. She's like chilling. Like it's just like so hot. Usually, so it, hot. usually the the rough days have to do with the heat. Totally. 100%. I mean, that's that's pretty 100%. much it. Like, I mean, Chicago's another prime example, but yeah, that's that a whole other one. Dark times. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know. What do you think about best? Or do you have another terrible story? I think that we like, have a pretty, lot of we have terrible, a lot of terrible <laughs> but we don't need to we don't need to get too deep into that. <laughs> but I'm trying to think of like some of the best best nights. Well, We've driven away from houses that we <laughs> <couldn't stay>. <laughs> <laughs> yes. several times. Yeah, that's we, a, we we would walk up to them and we'd be like, no, <laughs> <laughs> this isn't happening. So we just get in the van and we just go. Yeah, and that's then I, happened. We like think of some story. You know, and yeah. then I'll just like text him or whatever. It's yeah. like, hey, we decided just to whatever. You know, drive we're gonna or go. we gotta go. Yeah. Well, you know, if if you've got a significant other, that's always your your way out. Hey, uh, <laughs> gotta call the babe. You yeah, know, yeah. Yeah. we we try to be as respectful as we can because totally. these people are letting yeah. us into their homes. But sometimes it's just like, you know what? I'm I'm older. I've got kids. Like I can't do this. Yeah, I just can't live like this anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Like, you know, but the Brooklyn night ended up being a fun night. That was probably one of my favorite nights ever on tour. Oh, easily. Um, like, the, the dude, our friend Phil is, like, really good friends with the bass player Baroness. So it was, like, Nick and Seb from Baroness just hanging outside stage watching us play. And then we just hung out with them all night and, like, went to a bar and stayed with Nick uh, from Baroness. It was just, like, a really nice, like, little hang afterwards. You know, all the Modern Life guys and Druids and... A couple of Baroness guys just hanging out, talking and having beers, you know. So super fun, super fun. Yeah, yeah, and like that, those are probably you know the best experiences on yeah. tours. And I would say probably the best uh, show. There's a couple that come to mind. It's usually when we play with a bigger band and they end up being very cool. Yes, you know yes. what I mean. We played yeah. with Torch in Idaho on an off day, yeah. and they were so nice mm-hmm. and like very cool, and they just melted our faces off oh dude it was the best um yeah we just got hammered and watched one of our fans. it was awesome it was yeah. one of the most fun yeah. times i've had yeah because it's just it's like yeah. three buddies just hanging out being like oh my god it's one of our this favorite rules. bands and this rules we're just like oh my god they're playing it from self-titled record you know it's like you know they're playing that song you know just stuff like that i love that kind of stuff but it's few and far between, but I think that's what makes those a little bit more special too. You know, like yeah. they just don't happen that often. Yeah, but, mm-hmm. yeah. But not to say touring is all bad either. It's mostly just like mm-hmm. really good. Like when we play, it's always I don't know. I always have a good time because I would, I wouldn't be. I don't want to do anything else. You know, like that's why I'm here. You know, it's, we're just jamming. Yeah. Another super you know? quick story yeah. is we were playing in Southern California. The guy. Was oh, in San Jose. San Jose. Oh man. First time on the West Coast. And we we get there and there and the a kid comes up with our first tape tape pray for yeah. water tape which I didn't even have <laughs> and yeah. uh, he was like hey I got this tape do you guys mind if I, you, you, you want to sign it or take a picture with me and all that stuff and I was not expecting that at oh, all oh that it's, blew my mind it yeah. was very cool that show sold only, out how many made you know 50? it's like fifty yeah. yeah and that show sold out and it was a total blast like all these people came in from San Francisco and like. It was just nuts. We had killer response that night. But that, that show was like one of my absolute favorite shows we've ever played. And it was just like this little dive bar, you know, we yep. played. It was awesome. Yeah. It's time for the your your third song here, guys. What do you got for me? Uh we're gonna do Blood Spell Mountain. Des Moines Doomsters. Uh they kind of came out of nowhere. Yeah. And just rocked this EP in 2018. And uh 
Yeah, special band for sure. They're so good, and they're all great guys. Yeah. Um, hopefully, we see something new out of them soon. Have they great. only put out one killer. thing so far? They did a uh, a um, Motorhead cover on the Motorhead comp that Druids was also a part of. Yeah. And you were on that. And I was on that as well. <laughs> <laughs> is this a is this a, is this a cool?
phantasm, the delusion of a disordered mind, a phantom, a spirit, a ghost. For nearly four decades it has been contained, but evil always has a way of breaking free. Tommy's gone. <laughs> it's hard to believe. It was a good idea not to let your little brother come to the funeral. Hey, I don't like this place. Something weird is going on up there. The funeral is about to begin, sir. What's wrong with you? There's something up there. I saw it. You got some kind of an overactive imagination or something? I know you're not going to believe this, but these things were here. Oh, give me a break. Okay, I believe you. What we gotta do is lay that sucker out flat and drive a stake right through his goddamn heart! We're gonna run that tall bastard straight down to hell. You play a good game, boy. But the game is finished. Now you die.
night, listeners. Welcome back to Iowa Basement Tapes. I'm your host, Christian Day, in the KFMG studios with station manager Gary. Hi there. And the legendary Druids. Uh, we are playing their Iowa playlist, and uh, we just heard Glass Ox, Rogue Sons. Yeah. Tell me about this. Is I've, I've wanted to talk about Glass Ox after, ever since I heard their, their latest record, um, and I've been, I have tapes of theirs already, and uh, they have evolved so well I mean amazing yeah. big time yeah big time their uh, yeah Rogue Sons is, is going to be off of their newest LP I'm pretty sure it's going to be an LP, LP. yeah um, and everything about that band is getting just better and better and better they're, they're just so tight such now. a tight unit yep. and their songwriting is next level it's just an awesome band awesome band have you guys done a show with them? We have several. A lot of several, yeah. Of times, yeah. yeah. Yep, Back yep. in the early Glass Ox days and even up till recently, we played with them December? Is that when we played with them last? Mm, Something like that? Yeah, last year at some point. I don't remember, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, so. absolutely. I'm, I'm so glad you guys uh, found this one because I, I, first off, this, they have a new record out, which is super exciting. Because every time I have something come out, I'm like, oh, oh what was this going to be? Because it, it, it's gotten so much. Every time they, they put out something new, it gets cooler and cooler. And, cooler. and it was cool to begin with, but it just yep, keeps it was, like, yeah. oh, all right. All right, guys. Yeah, I mean, they're doing this like Judas Priest style riffs with kind of like black metal sort of vocals with like drenched reverb and like crazy effects. And uh, I mean, Bo sort of has... I can hear like a Bo Becker riff, mm-hmm. you know, like it just makes, it makes sense to me. Like I hear that and I'm just like, that is Bo. I mean, it's got Iron Maiden, like, mm-hmm. but with like punk stuff going on at the yeah. same time. It's, it's awesome. Yeah. We love it for sure. And Bo's in Modern Life with you as well. He is. Yep. Right yep. Mm-hmm. Now you guys, which is the whole reason why we're all here is you guys have a new record. And it's taken a while since, Mo- since Monument, which is Monument was just an EP really, wasn't it? Yeah, like a longer EP. Like- Arguably. <laughs> it was an EP with really long songs. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> with the length of the songs were like of a, of, of a full length. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. uh, allegedly, I believe yeah, is allegedly. the word they use. <laughs> so talk, let's talk about the new record. Um, and we talk about evolution of sound. Because there's a huge jump. Um, just I want to say style. But... There's definitely a different style between Monument and the new record. What's the new record called? Shadow Work. Shadow Work. Yeah. Very, I mean, and, and I, I mean, I still hear Druids. I still hear Druids. I still hear Drew killing it. <laughs> oh, he's high up there. Correct. Yeah, I'm in there. <laughs> but I made sure. Let's, let's talk about the evolution of songwriting in between the two records for you guys on this one. Well, it was a very different process. Um, because we had done a little bit of writing prior to COVID. Um, but we still had a lot of tours lined up to support monument. And then about two weeks before all that was about to start is when COVID started. So, you know, I mean, we didn't see Keith for almost six months, just about, you know, once that happened. And I mean, Luke and I took, we only took like, probably two weeks off because I mean, it was like, all right, this might be a two week thing. This might be, you know, we hadn't, you had no idea. Nobody did. And, um, I mean, we worked together, so it was like, well, uh, you want to still get together? You know, we just went to Luke's house on Thursdays and we would just 
jam on riffs just to you know just to do something really we weren't even like necessarily out to write a bunch of stuff but then we just started rolling and you know we ended up writing i mean a lot of material and then once keith you know came back to the space and we started getting together then we started to kind of nail down the songs because yeah. uh, i mean we had way more than eight songs you know that we worked on we just cut them out and focused on the ones that made sense together and then we just started putting the you know finishing touches on for that next you know uh next eight months really and then we went to salt lake city and just recorded for two weeks yes yeah, so, so you guys recorded the album in salt lake then yeah yeah okay was yep. that the first time you guys gone out there to to do a record mm-hmm. yep, yep yep we we really wanted to go somewhere for like two straight weeks and only just record in a studio for that amount of time just no distractions just away yeah. away from you know home and just work we just wanted to go work yeah. what was that experience like just going there um was it a little more glamorous than some of the touring uh, I uh, yeah so. i mean we <laughs> i mean like like like, like, like yeah. i want to know like did, did, did you guys like get yourselves hotel rooms did you know we stay with friends we had like, an airbnb. Like, no we had an airbnb yeah. okay uh which was awesome uh, and we just would watch movies. We watched a lot of horror movies. Yep. Yep. Drank a lot of beer. Uh, drank a lot of beer. <laughs> um, it, it was weird because it, the, our schedule was weird because uh, Andy, who recorded us, we could not be there. He didn't work any earlier than like one. So, and we were, we're all used to waking up like really early. So we would have the mornings. Yeah. to ourselves and then we'd go to the studio at one and work until you know eight or nine and uh so it was a little weird but it once we got used to the you know time frame and the schedule then we had to drive back home and start back over <laughs> i mean the airbnb actually sounds like that's like you guys treat yourselves well i mean it's almost like putting like I mean, if you guys are going to make, you want to do the best thing you can yeah then mm-hmm. make it comfortable yeah yeah you know yeah yeah yeah, it was cool. I, and it wasn't even really like a very expensive one either. So it was just perfect for us. Yeah. You know? I mean, we could afford it. So I could, right, right. you know. <laughs> right, exactly. Well, at least you got a, you guys got a place with no raccoons coming in. You know, well, that's so. true. Exactly. That true. And, and, you know, we could keep all of our stuff there. So yeah. we just went yeah. there. It was like going home after, yeah, you know. It was, it was that's nice. That's a great feeling. It was yeah. a great situation. So new records coming out. Um, are, there, are there plans? Um, I know there was the tour that got that just got pushed back or canceled indefinitely for it's, right now. It's definitely done. Oh, it's, it's done. Canceled. It's, it's, it's canceled. done. Yeah, it's though. dead. It's dead. The one with, what was what was the band from Greece? Planet of Zeus. Planet of Zeus. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. For yeah, for us, I mean, it was a you know it was our first su- support tour, mm-hmm. and we were going to Canada for the first time. Oh man! And, you know, initially it was going to be uh, that that. North American tour going to Canada and throughout the whole U.S. and then we're home for two weeks. And then we go to Europe for the first time, and that was all. I mean, that was all planned out in 2020. Yeah, yep. and yep. you know, two was, months before we left for all of it, it was just all gone. Devastating. So, like, uh, yeah. <laughs> and then it was going to come so, back though yeah. this year. It was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But and then two weeks or three weeks before <laughs> that, uh, the band couldn't make it into America. So it. It was all lost. So we, we we salvaged three dates from that tour, and then we booked like three more, yeah. so we could go out to Brooklyn and back and play Desert Fest. Oh, sick! Yeah, and then we all got COVID doing it. So, <laughs> so you know, all you guys did. Yeah, yeah, all of Aww. us. Yep. Yeah. 
Bummer. Yeah. <laughs> Bummer. So we've just been crushing it, you know? <laughs> so what is, I mean, is there, are you guys planning? I mean, we're halfway through 2022 now, which is weird to even think about. Yeah. Um, my God, time flies. Uh, are there plans at, you know, after this uh, record release show about hitting the road again? It's going to be more regional stuff for right for the rest of the year, probably at least. Yeah, for the rest of this year. Yep. You know, touring's just kind of weird right now. Uh, in general, it's a frustration, but we're not the only ones in this boat. It's just kind of like we're kind of dealing with the hands we were dealt, and uh, hopefully next year, that's kind of the plan. We want to get some support tours and that type of thing, cool. and kind of but, get out there and really hit it. So cool. Yeah, but um, we're we're hoping to do some regional things this fall that we're working on. So yeah get out there a little bit and here's the big question that no one's asking did you guys record highway to hell <laughs> did we record it did you record it the answer is no <sighs> <laughs> do we know how to play it you do yes. know how to play it oh, i know that yes i know you guys know oh, how yeah. to play it oh we but, but it's we, we can play the whole song now we can play oh, the yeah. whole song now yeah. Oh, that's right. At that show, you guys kind of stopped. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, we were only giving you a taste. That's all the crowd could handle at that point. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we, we were seeing like mass mayhem before our you, eyes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. We had to cut it off. I mean, the, the room did light yeah. up. And, and we didn't want to show everybody up. You know, yeah. we're not that kind of band. It's, that's, rude. that's rude. Yeah, it's just rude. That's rude. So. Guys, this has been this has been amazing. I'm so happy to have you guys in here, and and you know I've wanted to have you guys on this show for such a long time, and this is like the perfect opportunity with all this. So the album release party is coming up very soon, July 29th at Woolies. What's the time? Seven. Seven, I think. Seven o'clock. Seven, Seven I know. p.m. And Dose is going to be open for you guys. Who else is playing with you guys that night? Uh, it's going to be the uh, the Gorge from St. Louis, and Curse of Hail oh, from Des Moines. This is a this is a pretty it's packed. A yeah. And I was just going to say, you get there at 630. Yeah. Uh, so I'll just lie to you about the time so you get there early so yeah. everybody's there. Yeah. I'll be there. Uh, it's going to be great. Um, what do you guys want to take us out with off the new record? Um, let's do... Uh, dance? Yeah, let's do dance. dance. Dance of Skulls. Dance of Skulls. It's, uh, it's a different one for us. We, we definitely incorporated some... Yeah different ideas um but it still sounds like a druid song very much so awesome yeah awesome it's a deep cut as of now because there's no single for it so deep cut i love deep cuts (laughs) you know the fact that you guys do videos i mean not everyone so this song blows up on this show (laughs) exactly (laughs) all right that is our show i want to thank my guests uh druids i also want to say thank you to mr Station manager, Gary Monty. Been an honor and a pleasure, you gentlemen. You, uh, you're welcome you. back anytime. I love talking to you. Well, listening to you. Yeah. <laughs> to take us out off the new record, Shadow Work uh, by Druids, here is Dance of Skulls. Good night, everybody, and we'll see you next week right here on Iowa Basement Tapes. Basement Tapes.